Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. This is Advice from a Call Center Geek, a weekly podcast with a focus on all things call center. We'll cover it all from call center operations, hiring, culture, technology, and education. We're here to give you actionable items to improve the quality of yours and your customers' experience. This is an evolving industry with creative minds and ambitious people like this guy. Not only is his passion call center operations, but he's our host. He's the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing Group and the call center geek himself, Tom Laird. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Advice from a Call Center Geek, the Call Center Contact Center podcast. We try to give you some actionable items to take back in your contact center, improve the overall quality, improve your agent experience, hopefully improve your customer experience as well. How's everybody doing? My name is Tom Laird. I'm the CEO here at Expedia. We are a 600-seat contact center outsourcer located here in Erie, Pennsylvania. How's everybody doing? First uh, episode where fall's kind of been in the air. It's uh, it's like 55 degrees already in Erie. I'm in my sweatshirt. It's Friday. Uh, dress down, I guess, here in the office. So, hey, I want to take on something, and, and I really debated whether, because right now, if, if you're viewing this later, I'm live on, on LinkedIn, <clears throat> not doing this live, and I don't know if it's going to cause a controversy or not, but you know, I have some, I think some strong feelings and I think some people, some overreactions to the, uh, to the Sonus company. Right. And so Sonus, if you've not heard of them, um, really, really interesting, cool startup in, uh, in, in uh, Silicon Valley. And what they have done is they've created a voice product that you can basically put over, uh, somebody who's maybe in the Philippines or Indian over their voice to make it sound more American, right? So you don't have that really heavy accent. <clears throat> and they were at Call Center Week. I thought they killed Call Center Week. Like I thought they were the the best new technology that I've seen. Um, it was really mind blowing when you took the demo with it. Um, I thought it was a hey, thank guy. Appreciate it. Just got a great podcast, man. Um. I thought it was really interesting, and I, and I think it, it could evolve. You know what happens in the outsourcing space, especially when you offshore. Now, listen, I'm an, a USA BPO, right? This is like a direct, I guess, competitor. Um, this would be something that you could say, hey, listen, if 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 my offshore, you know, contact centers, if they can sound right, and then this is where we're going to get into the kind of the controversy, right? If they can sound more like the person they're talking to, right? You know, we think that, you know, that 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 is a, a plus for that. So the problem with this is, is that, again, a lot of people um, have been pushing back and, and, and the company has been getting blowback about, you know, either being racist, um, you know, taking away cultures of other organizations that have rich languages, um, rich cultures, and uh, just making them, quote unquote, sound more white, right? So I've done a lot of research on the company. I've read as much as I possibly can. Um, the founders, none of them are 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 white, right? Um, 
I think they said in, in one of them that over 80% of their company um, is of a non-white um, race, right? So there's, I don't think there's any type of, of racial undertones here. I love what the CEO has said. And he basically says, we want to kind of take away how we say things and focus more on what we say, right? No one, if, if I'm calling to get my refrigerator repaired, right? I would just want to get my problem fixed as quickly as possible. And again, it's not a race thing. It's just we have different cultures, right? And sometimes from a cultural standpoint, it is harder to, to listen or, or to hear somebody um, when we're talking to somebody offshore. It can cause more frustration. You know, we can we can kind of you know, go around the, uh, the, the, the fence on this a little bit, but no, it is. I mean, we talk about there is a difference between onshoring and offshoring, right? It's not because they're they're not intelligent, right? It's not because they do a poor job, right? It's because a lot of times there is some frustration with, with language barriers, right? And so this company is kind of coming in to, to give a lot of, give a tool, right? To an offshore company that really wants to do more business. I think it's going to help them, not hurt them. Um, gives clear communication um, for, for everyone that that's involved. So, you know, I think we need to to, to relax and, and take some breaths here. You know, when it comes to if we're saying things are have racial undertones, um, if we're saying things from a company standpoint that they're taking advantage of that, where you know, I think all of us just really want to get our problems solved. Um, and I think this is a quicker way to do it. And I think this tool is is really amazing. So, again. Um, I'd love to hear what what some of you guys think about this as you're, you know, as as the weeks go on and, and more people kind of listen to this and kind of, you know, we can have a really, I think, a hopefully an adult, you know, conversation on this because AI is coming into to play, right? So, you know, whether it is you know AI by itself or some type of tool that's over our voices from an AI standpoint, you know, what is the difference there, right? Is there is there an ethical issue, you know, when it when it comes to that as well? So. I think there's a lot to this, um, but from everything that I've seen, these guys are doing a great job. I think they're going to create more business, to be honest, probably offshore. Um, it's going to hurt probably people like me that are that are onshore, or it's going to force us, you know, to do cooler things, right? We we've always, you know, fought against or not fought, but understood the battle with offshore. Right. And even nearshore, if you're in the States, I mean, talk about prices, right? If you're going offshore, you could be, I mean, maybe with this tool, maybe you could be at a call center that's six bucks, right? But you're, you know, you're going to be in probably that eight to 10 world, um, depending on who you're using. Nearshore, you're going to be in that 14 to 18 world. You come to the States, you're going to be high 20s, mid 30s, right? So I think the only thing that what this is doing is it's making me think. Right, we just can't, and, and I've I've had this mindset for a while, but I think a lot of the U.S. BPOs to compete, you can't just have a say a butt in a seat, right? You can't just have an agent taking calls and that's all they do. There has to be value add, right? And it, we're not just talking about quality, right? I think because everybody's, you know, playing in that quality space, but you know, when it comes to you know analytics, you know, how deep can you get into giving, you know, not only sentiment but giving real marketing data back to clients, back to customers. Um, what can you do from a, from a self-service model? What can you do from an integration standpoint? You know, what are some of the things from a reporting and ease of use access, right? How can you make yourself different when 
you can't compete on price, right? Which is kind of an age old question and one that I think a lot of us battle with. And that's kind of how I, and, and we have kind of gotten through this is, is to provide as much value as we possibly can. And I know a lot of the USA BPOs do that, right? So, you know, making sure that um, as much as we possibly can, the value that we're getting is much better than just having somebody offshore, you know, at 10 bucks, just maybe answer a call and, and have the voice. So John, John Lawrence just kind of, let me see if I can pop his question or his thing up here, his comment. So I don't see how this could be considered negative as long as it is strictly regarding the accent sounds like an innovative solution. Yeah. And, and I think, John, I think that that's, I think that's the the, the main deal, right? <laughs> it seems like it, we're, we're very, you know, in today's society, we, we, we push the button on, on certain things really, really quickly without really thinking things through again, this is, this is accent. Now, now maybe they're going to come out with a, with a U.S. kind of piece, right. Where when we're calling in, if, if there's a, you know, this is a hypothetical, but let's say like my call center is now taking calls from the UK or Scotland. Right. And maybe they'll develop it where my reps, right. Can have that, you know, that British accent. Like I, I think, you know, this isn't just we're, we're looking at it kind of one way. I think that there's a lot of different things um, that could come to play in this. And again, it's I love that I, I, I'm going to say it again. I love what they said. It's not how we're saying things. Right. It's what we're saying. And the point is to understand more about what we're saying than, than the, the process of how we're saying it. Right. And if you can make the what we say, you know, <laughs> much clearer, much easier for for a certain a group of customers that are calling in, right? That's how we have to think of this too, right? Is this is a business, right? How do we make the best product that we can for our customers, right? Do our customers want to hear this type of language or this type of, of accent or this type of accent? I mean, we can say no, but we all know that in reality, right? Americans want to kind of hear from, from that American side. I mean, people market it, big companies market, hey, USA customer support. Right there, there's a reason for that. So again, I, I think it's if they can, you know, make the the product that they're they're using offshore better by this by this tool by this by this company, I think it's a great idea. Um, listen, I would they th- these guys reach out to me. I'd love to invest in it. I got to talk to these guys too. I think again, what I saw at Call Center Week was was really amazing. Um, totally seamless. Um, just a. a a, a really cool tool that I think, I think can help a lot of people. And I think, you know, even, you know, we are global to help a lot of offshore companies, you know, probably get more business and, and then push again, like I said, push us just us based centers to do some other really, you know, unique things to try to compete. Um, you know, it's hard right now, you know, with the, with the recession, um, with inflation, I should probably should say more inflation, with the agents and, and trying to find a, a really stable workforce, you know, there's no way right now that I could bring, I could bring people back into the office. If I said, Hey, I want everyone to come back. Like I would have a revolt. Um, now we have some people that are still here and, and some of our agents that are still here, but um, at this second, it's, it's pretty difficult, uh, especially from a pricing standpoint. You know, everybody has gone up. I mean, th- this this whole fifteen dollars minimum wage push. I mean, I, I think it's already done. Like, there, there's nobody that really needs. You know, no law needs to be set. If if, if you're paying somebody here, like Pennsylvania, it's it is insane. Like, right? our minimum wage is like seven twenty five. I don't know anyone who's paying that. 
for any job whatsoever. You could never, you couldn't get a person. So again, I mean, I would say that the minimum wage is already 15 bucks. Um, that's about where we are at right now, um, which, you know, is, was, would be insane for, for an area like us, you know, just talking a couple of years, couple years ago. So, so again, uh, that's all I, I just wanted to kind of, uh, you know, put my two cents in on this. Um, if you Google them, right, there's so many negative websites and news organizations that have kind of took to hammer them um, that I think it's a little unfair, especially for what they're doing. You know, they're just creating a product that I think is needed, is wanted in the industry and, and is going to be profitable for them. So um, just giving them a little I, they, I've never talked to anybody. They're not paying me to do this. Right. This is just uh, kind of my two cents on on trying to see something that's really happening kind of in the industry right now. So again, um, just reading a couple comments here. Yeah, under, I agree. I mean, John, I agree. I mean, understanding really, really heavy accents is, is, is very difficult. Right. And I'm sure it's difficult both ways. Um, so if we can kind of bridge that gap, I don't see how that is a, that's a negative or it's, it's demeaning a culture or race or anything like that. So, all right, guys, that's my two cents on this Friday. I hope everybody has a great weekend, and I will talk to everybody uh, next week.